plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. Hey, folks, it's Greg Almond with the Tampa Bay Times, tampabay.com. Uh, coming back to you on the Locked on Bucks podcast. Last one of the week, episode 85 here. Uh, getting ready for a Tampa Bay Buccaneers home game against the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday. I uh, hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, is done getting through all that turkey and all the side dishes and everything else. Uh, certainly did as well. But uh, the news coming out of Thursday, Buccaneers did practice Thursday morning. Uh, and they will practice today, normal Friday practice today. Uh, kind of their final preparation for Seattle on Sunday. Uh, the first news... On Thursday is that Brent Grimes was back at practice. Uh, that quad uh, took him out of Sunday's game, had held him out of Wednesday's practice, was back in a limited capacity, uh, but an encouraging step if he is going to go this week, uh, need to get back out there. So that's certainly good news for uh, for Brent Grimes. And uh, whether or not he goes or not is still a major issue. Uh, and the Bucks, obviously their pass defense depends a lot on him being healthy. Uh, if he's not there, Altron Werner has to slide in there. It makes Nickel even more of an uncertainty on Sunday. Uh, Kevin, not Kevin, uh, Luke Stocker will uh, will be back out. Uh, he was at full participation Thursday. He had played Sunday. This is an old ankle injury he's pushing through each week. Uh, but he was back at full participation. He should be fine. Again, Luke is a big part of their run game. Uh, has caught a couple passes, but is really probably their best run-blocking tight end. Uh, and that'll be a big part of this team's offense against Seattle is establishing the run. Seattle's fairly vulnerable against the run, and as the Bucks get healthier at running back, uh, it's good to have their kind of ancillary key blockers around the running game healthy as well. Uh, so three guys that are kind of up in the air injury-wise. We don't know whether Jacquez Rogers will be able to come back. He has practiced, uh, but is still in his first week at practice coming back from that foot sprain. Uh, Grimes is certainly a question mark coming back from the quad. And then Kevin Pamphil, who for the third straight week uh, is now practicing, but but clearly still in concussion protocol. And, and all he has to do is be in that, and he won't go on Sunday. Uh, it seemed like the rookie Caleb Beninock took a big step forward, filling in at left guard. Uh, but against a defense as good as Seattle's, which leads the NFL in sacks, which is a big part of their success, uh, they want to be as close to full strength as they can be. So having Kevin Pamphil back, uh, not only for interior pass protection, but for the running game, it is a huge thing for them to try and knock out here in the last uh, 48 hours before kickoff on Sunday. Uh, Seattle is in much worse shape than the Bucks are uh, in terms of injuries. Uh, got two key guys back who were expected to play already, but tight end Jimmy Graham, cornerback uh, Richard Sherman, probably two of their best, were back at practice on Thursday, but that still leaves nine players held out on a Thursday. That's an unusually high number in the NFL. Uh, not all of them pro bowlers, but a lot of big names there. Uh, we've talked about Earl Thomas. We've talked about uh, Deshaun Sneed. Um, two key members of that secondary likely out now. And the other one that, that's kind of a, a cause for alarm in Seattle, at least, is, is Justin Britt, their center. Uh, he's got an ankle issue that could keep him out, which is certainly good news for 
the Bucks' defensive tackles for their interior pass rush for Gerald McCoy, Clinton McDonald, those types. Um, you know, this Seattle offensive line has been a problem spot all year long. They've rotated in different people uh, due to injury, due to ineffectiveness. Uh, Russell Wilson is one of those uh, guys who's elusive enough and athletic enough. He's kind of been able to minimize the damage that's come from the offensive line issues they've had. But, I mean, you go back, and this is a team that, uh, you know, lost Russell Okun, traded away Max Unger, has, you know, J.R. Sweezy is gone now. Not that he's helped the Bucks at all, but he's not there for Seattle as well. So they knew there would be turnover on this offensive line this year. They knew there would be new people. I don't think their lineup has taken on the offensive line the way they've wanted it to. They've won despite it, so it's certainly something they've been able to overcome uh, up to this point. But if they lose Britt, if they're down a center on Sunday, uh, that would be significant. And again, it, they're already testing their depth on that Seattle offensive line, uh, much like the Bucks have had to do here in the last two, three games. Guys, I do want to talk about uh, the sponsor on today's podcast. Great to have SeatGeek back, uh, sponsoring not only the Locked On Bucks podcast, uh, but podcasts all over the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for the football games you want to see up close and in person this season. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest plays of the year. And with SeatGeek, it's never been easier to get the guaranteed seats you want for a great value. You know, looking here, Seattle and Tampa Bay uh, going on Sunday here in Tampa. That's a $33 ticket on SeatGeek. Uh, not bad as prices go. I mean, Bucks face value starts at 50 So if you can get it for $33 two days out, that tells you there's probably some empty seats in the stands. There's probably some fans that have tickets and aren't planning on going. Uh, Seattle has a great fan base, but they are in the other corner of the country compared to Tampa. Bucks' next home game, of course, is uh, New Orleans in two weeks. That's a little bit pricier. That's $37 for December 11th when uh, the Saints come to town, but still under face value. So still an affordable seat uh, on SeatGeek.com. You know, if you really want a cheap Bucks game, Bucks are in New Orleans on Christmas Eve. I don't know if you go and do this unless you're in Louisiana or in New Orleans on Christmas Eve, but... Bucks and Saints on December 24th. Lots of uh, Saints season ticket holders that might not be willing to give up their Christmas to see the Buccaneers in town. That's as cheap as $20 on SeatGeek. You don't get NFL games much cheaper than a $20 ticket. So all those available under face value on SeatGeek. You know, I have the SeatGeek app app on my phone, uh, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats for this weekend or any game this season. With SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek price compares for you by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price. SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck, and that's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You can sort by what the cheapest seats are, as I just did, uh, cheap guy that I am, or if you want to get value, if you want to find what the best deal relative to what it normally goes for, you can sort by that value grade. Maybe you get a $60 seat for $45. Maybe you're getting a $150 ticket for $90. They can tell you what that seat normally goes for and what the real deals are that fit your budget. Uh, Plus, every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is backed by their 100% guarantee, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Best of all for my listeners, you can get a $20 rebate off your first SeatGeek purchase. To do that, to get the $20 rebate on your tickets, download the SeatGeek app, Go to the Settings tab and click Add a Promo Code. Enter promo code LOBUCKS. That's Locked on Bucks. 
and SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. So download, download the SeatGeek app today and enter promo code LOBUCKS. Thanks again to SeatGeek for being a sponsor on today's podcast. Uh, and throughout this season, they've been great. Uh, I want to talk about turnover margin. Um, obviously, this was a big topic of conversation last week as the Bucks went to Kansas City, where the Chiefs were the best in the NFL, first in interceptions, first in takeaways, best in turnover margin. Uh, Bucks just getting to where they're above water, treading water with, with turnover margin. They're at plus one right now. Uh, but that's great considering they were at minus nine four games into the season. Seattle, as we've talked about, uh, fewest giveaways in the NFL. Only three interceptions, only three fumbles uh, in their season, in their 10 games. So it, it starts with them being very careful with the football. We talked about Russell Wilson having two interceptions in his 335 pass attempts. Uh, Terrell Boykin got in there at one point through one pick. So again, if you look at their starters in there, it's only five takeaways, five five giveaways for them uh, in 10 games, which is just ridiculous. Uh, but if you look, the Bucks, as we mentioned, have been much better uh, in in minimizing their turnovers and increasing their takeaways. If you look at uh, games 5 through 10 for them, their last six games, they lead the NFL with 13 takeaways, uh, and they also are uh, tops in turnover margin. They're at plus 10. Uh, pretty hard for them to come better than that the way they're doing it. So plus 10 in turnover margin. Seattle is plus 7 in that same span, so they're still really good. But the Bucks best in the NFL at plus 10 in the last six games. Uh, that's 13 touchdowns against only two interceptions for the Buccaneers passing game. Seattle isn't far behind. Seattle has seven touchdowns against one interception. Uh, even sacks. I mean, we talked about how, uh, you know, the, the Bucks. Uh, have given up more sacks. Seattle's been a very difficult team to get sacks against Russell Wilson on. But within those six games, Bucks have only allowed two more sacks than the Seahawks. So very comparable in terms of the takeaways and the turnover margin and all those things. You go back in week one through four, those first four games when the Bucks come out of the gate one and three, uh, they're minus nine in, in turnovers in those first four games. Second worst in the NFL. Only the Jets were worse. They were at minus 10. Uh, but for them to make the switch and go from second worst in the NFL in the first four games to best in the NFL in the next uh, six games since is a remarkable turnaround. Uh, I think you know we we had known that uh, they would settle down offensively. We had thought they would pick up defensively, but for them to do both uh, as emphatically as they have is fairly impressive. Um, you know they, they've done a good job. Winston in particular, you know, had. Uh, had a fumble there early in the Chiefs game where the ball kind of got popped out of his hands as he was throwing. But he's done a very good job, as he did last year, uh, struggling early with turnovers in those first couple games, but then settling down, getting back into uh, a more careful, controlled offense where he's not uh, putting the ball into... uh, I can't even really think of that many plays that the Chiefs or Bears had a chance to pick off. There were balls that, I guess, bounced in the air and kind of went unclaimed, but it's not like there are balls that went off uh, Chiefs' hands or anything like that. And, and the Buccaneers, to their credit, have taken advantage of most of their opportunities. When they've had a ball that comes within arm's reach on defense, I feel like they've made those plays. Conte kind of had to go low on that end zone interception. You know, McCoy kind of redirected at the line of scrimmage, got a, a hand or a finger on it. Uh, but Conte kind of made that adjustment, caught it almost between his legs in the end zone as he was jumping. And made the play. I mean, Brent Grimes, that pick that Brent had against Cutler might be the easiest pick of the year. That was straight there. Uh, You couldn't have thrown a nicer pass if Grimes was his receiver on the play. 
Uh, but I feel like they've made some tough plays defensively to get plays. They're, they're jumping on loose balls in terms of fumbles and stuff like that. So that, that's probably the area, if you think about where the Bucks have made the biggest significant margins, uh, making progress from where they were to where they are, I think it starts with turnover margin. And again, that's number one on the list for Dirk Cutter uh, in terms of keys to victory, in terms of stats that correlate to success on the scoreboard. Uh, it starts with turnover margin. So if the Bucks can keep that up, will not be easy against a Seattle team that doesn't turn the ball over much. Uh, but pressure at the line of scrimmage, especially if they're facing a... Uh, a depleted offensive line is probably a good place to start for that. Uh, we'll know more Sunday in terms of how full strength they are, uh, the question marks they have at a couple key positions, but uh, they're less injured now than they've been in a long time. And, and Seattle is certainly more depleted by injuries than they've been than I can remember. Uh, to have an NFL team with nine guys held out of practice on Thursday, I imagine they'll get a couple back in a limited capacity Friday. But Wednesday and Thursday are your meat and potato days in the NFL. Those are your days where you're implementing game plan. You're going over all the key things. Friday is usually just kind of a special teams day. Uh, knock out some kind of specialty, whether it's goal line or third down or something like that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how Seattle can show up, how close to full strength they are, and how much more of a chance that gives the Bucks on Sunday. We will be back on Monday. Uh, another big game to recap. Uh, lots to get to there. Those Monday podcasts are always busy. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. That will wrap up this edition and episode 85 of the Locked on Bucks podcast. Thank you guys again. We'll be back on Monday. But for now, for the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com, this is Greg Allman. Thanks again for listening, folks. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the game Sunday. We'll be back on Monday morning. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you by wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.